Are you playing the song right now? Yep. Here we go. Oh. Get ready. Wait, what did you want? I just wanted a quick recap on the episode. Okay, here. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it in the form shit. of a song. Yeah! <laughs> Never stop. We went to the shop. Then we put the guard dragon in a hole. And then we go back to him. You don't get high and reach the top? You started coming down the road. You met some people on the way. Just past Coconut Joe's. <laughs> and then you went to an inn with an orc who asked for a reenactment of a lust in love. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Thanks. Got awkward. Yeah, it's true. Right we there. didn't know what to do. Because lust and love is mostly hot dog themed pornography. And there was a lot of stuff about ketchup and mustard. I don't know how we got into that point where that's what it is. I thought that it was just a book, and now that's just a hot dog book. One joke that worked well. One joke that worked well. One joke that worked well. Turned it into a meme. Yeah. to that town where. Yep. When Black Spire needed somewhere else to hide, we found a cave on the port town and he went inside. And he was like, Are you coming back? And we're like, Of course. We told him not to kill anybody if they came into the game. Just act like you. That then you went to the market and bought some stuff. Tried to sell sunstone to a guy, then you decided not to. Went across the street to another little old lady who you sold it to. Then you went to spend your money right away, and now you don't have any money. We still have like 190 coins, so that's not that bad. But I did spend 200 coins. Trying to figure out if Allison is in town. Turns out Allison is in town or not. That's not true. Nobody said that. He said that the scarf belonged to a woman. And that's all you know. <laughs> that is pretty good. That I know it's what woman. Woman scarf is good for me. I like woman scarf. <laughs> Hair for sure, and probably wearing a red dress. It was for sure Allison. There's no way she wasn't. Also, Fink bought a haunted doll. Really tried to get him not to buy that haunted doll. Sometimes dolls buy you, and that's what I feel happened here. I don't think that we will part. Me and Doll are one. Then you bought some leaves, went to a place and bought more leaves. Then you bought liquid for the leaves and bought a bunch of leaves. <laughs> then you saw a boat, went to the docks and saw the boat that you were looking for. The boat, clear water was the boat. Boat, 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 And that's a little bit about what we did last time. Recap. Yeah. Oh, it's mic drop. Amazing. Uh, Is that I'm, where we ended it? Was the Clearwater? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a little bit of a, it was less of a reveal. We could have all up with, we saw Clearwater. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now into that. But that was more fun. We should do that every time. <laughs> a right. song recap? And we, re, uh, we restocked on poultices. We did, yeah. yes. And, and poisons. And half weed. Half weed. Halfling, yeah, I got some halfling pipe weed. weed. Yep. And uh, then the last thing that we did was spotted in the harbor. The clear water. Holy shit. Uh-oh. Fuck. Fuck. And that is where we <laughs> find our heroes now. The harbor is bustling. You're basically standing in the middle of a, a two-way river of people that are breaking around you. How the fuck did they get it out of the mud? I wonder if the uh, Wittershins, like with the, the changing of the waterways, have got a, come back and it's floating again. One of all the ships are up. Well, mm -hmm. it, remember, uh, oh, wait, no, it was the halfling lands that flooded. Yes, the halfling lands mm. have been flooding. But if the halfling lands flooded, maybe there's more floods somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We, you have no, literally no idea what is happening in the Prince of Pretty Palace. sure it's probably that flood. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Must be this one regional flood that brought this boat back to life. <laughs> Either way, it brought somebody who hates us here. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, yeah. What it, 
<laughs> well, that's nice. what Billy says when he's looking through his binoculars. He's like, nice. nice. Oh, is Billy trying to get some? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Just in realities. Right. Just in realities. Getting into it. Two d six plus wisdom. Oh, so good. Plus, oh, and I have one wisdom, so I got um eleven. Wow, oh, shit. So yeah. you get three questions off mm-hmm. to certain realities. I want to know who is in control here. Okay. Um. Yeah, you are staring through your binoculars. You're like scanning with your magnified oh, vision, yeah. and you see stepping out onto the deck her auburn hair blowing <gasps> in the wind. <gasps> oh no, Maggie Cole. Wow. <laughs> And Tuck has bad eyes compared to Billy, and he sees auburn hair, and he's like, "Oh my god, is that Allison?" <laughs> Billy, give me those. <laughs> and he takes Billy's eyes. He's like, "Oh, it's just oh, Maggie." It's Maggie. <laughs> and then he lifts his, his eyes, and he's like, "Oh, it's Maggie." <laughs> oh, <laughs> Maggie's hot. Isn't I know, but oh, like, let me. Sorry, down. Billy. It's <laughs> like drops. Yeah. Uh, Ew. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's got a real practical like seafaring outfit on like she's got you know linen shirt leather jerkin like the whole uh, thing she's looking around ordering people around holy shit yeah <laughs> so yeah maggie's here wow uh and she's within sight of you guys so <gasps> you might be within sight of her oh, oh shit what L- let's duck we yeah. just duck <laughs> yeah. is there a bench <laughs> yeah there's a bench in front of you yeah but- tuck ducks behind this regular size bench <laughs> honestly you're probably invisible now <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you have two more questions what should i be on the lookout for mm. i would say this is not something that you see but something you think about is if maggie's here it stands to reason that other members of the menders that you have met are probably here too mirrors well no mirrors is in the in <laughs> unfortunately <Damn it. laughs> uh but there might be other people that have met you personally that are on the lookout for you oh right like greg Mm-hmm. Or Gary? Fuck, I can never remember it, that guy's it name. It started as Gary, and then you said Greg, <laughs> yeah. and I started saying Greg. Okay, so uh, also, what here is useful or valuable to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are watching the people like that are milling about on the deck and coming down the gangplank, and they're moving boxes off the ship and walking them down the boardwalk to a specific warehouse. What's a warehouse look like? Uh, it's... <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, it's based on a principalities uh, style that everybody hates. <laughs> oh, no. no, it's uh, it's um, it's weird. They are they are all quite um, boxy in their shape, but they're stacked on top of each other hmm. in an irregular way. So it kind of ends up being this like sandcastle kind of Lego brick looking structure, hmm. like oh. the Olympic Village. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of like the Olympic Village. There's a place that's called like Habitat Five One Four or yeah. something that's like an apartment complex cool. that I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. But it looks like this very strange stacked boxes kind of structure, and you can see Billy the warehouse that they're moving boxes into. You know which one it is. It's like closest to the water. Hmm. Yeah, furthest away from you, but closest to the water. So you see where they're loading all their shit. Wow, what do the boxes look like? Uh, it looks like food, supplies. It looks like so. This is what is useful or valuable. They plan on being here for a while. Oh, mm-hmm. setting up camp. I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Billy, you're watching the boxes, and you're like, "Well, I could eat that stuff in like two weeks," which means they're probably going to be here for six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> Yeah, so that and that is what you gather from that discern realities. Mm. All right, so maybe we should try and figure out our approach here. Mm-hmm. What do you think she wants from us? What do we know about what she knows about us? Well, we know that we definitely delivered something to the vault, which is what she wanted out of us. Yes. Yeah. Does she know that it wasn't what she wanted? I don't know. We don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. I guess we will know if she sees us and if she is angry looking or not. What if we show her a picture of us or a likeness <laughs> of us first? Oh, that's actually not a bad plan. Oh, yeah? If we like let her know that somebody like us is nearby, but oh, yeah. it's not our personhood. Yeah, if we find three mooks that look kind of like us, <laughs> and, and then there's all set- these people walking around us, who, nobody, nobody looks anything there's like. No way, we need to find people who look just like us. I'm gonna say you could maybe find a halfling, and that's. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to find six McCollins and strap them together to look close to a Tuck. bunch of forest garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, unless like you guys want want to do a disguise yeah i like disguise mm-hmm. 
Because disguise, we can disguise ourselves, and then she won't know that it's us. What if we disguise ourselves to look like people who would look like us, but isn't us? Then he puts on wow. his sage glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, Billy, you can make illusions. Oh, <laughs> can you illuse us? Can I? Yeah. Yeah, you would be able to. You haven't rolled your fairy child, so you'd have to roll that to determine how many hold you have. I guess so. And then you could create a convincing illusion, which would just change your appearance. At the beginning of the day, roll plus charisma, which I have two. Seven plus two is nine. That means I get three holds Mm -hmm. today. Okay. Wait, can we help? If you can pitch me a way that you could help. Uh, we put him in a fairy child sort of state. Uh, put like make him really at ease with some wonderful elemental, like nice little cool breeze for oh, a hot wow. little billow. Yeah, and you can hum him his favorite tune. Yeah, and I I put like a zinc based sunscreen on his rosacea. Oh, that's so nice. Fig has taken your his little ball of fur and shaped it into the cat with the multiple tails. Uh-huh. It's like a little. Uh, like I have a little cat, a little tiny kitty. Yeah, wow. all right. I mean, and, this just feels nice. And then I give, I like return to them from the crowd, and I hand Billy a pizza cone. Wow, <laughs> is it my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, somebody roll two d six plus uh, bond. Six. I failed. <laughs> Wait, can I aid him? <laughs> yes. I always say yes to the. Aiding and aid. How are you aiding Ving aiding Billy? I just give him a pizza cone. <laughs> okay. I give him a pizza Sorry. cone and a kiss on the cheek. Okay. 2d6 plus bond. Plus kiss. So many fans waited with bated breath for the end of that sentence. <laughs> yeah. Kiss on the cheek. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Eight. All right. So that makes Ving's six a seven and that makes Billy's nine a ten. Wow. Wow. The people who love rules hate this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome to Spell Lore, fuckers. Well, yeah. that means I have five holds today. So okay. yes. get ready for magic. You should waste two of them right yeah, now. Definitely. <laughs> pew, pew. Just shoot him in the air like fireworks. <laughs> Very convincing illusion. And Maggie goes, What's that? <laughs> The fireworks, <laughs> billion gang. <laughs> it's just a picture of the three of you, like crude drawings. With we're right here. Um. Uh, okay, so are you doing this illusory stuff like here, or are you going somewhere else? Because you're just literally in a thoroughfare, surrounded by uh, people right now. Maybe that's how I waste one. Is I start doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> can I waste one? You can waste of course one again. I would like to hear how though. Okay, yeah. so I start creating a convincing illusion because i'm so emotional about all the support i've received (laughs) all the water and the blowing of the air and the pizza cone Uh i'm so overwhelmed (laughs) and i'm transported to like a really good place which is i don't know like a northern ocean (laughs) 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 i'm like yeah i can make us i can make my family and i start doing it right there and there's just like copies of you yeah like you just it's like halfway and then yeah. tuck and ving tell me to stop yeah we smack the spirit magic out of his yeah. hands and we're like billy no not here what there's people everywhere oh, i'm sorry Making more of us we're more obvious now <laughs> and there are just three pairs of legs standing in front of you that are like <laughs> run everybody run, run. everybody run, run. <laughs> i don't know how to undo it <laughs> so three pairs of legs run off into the crowd yeah. that's gonna come back to haunt us at some point <laughs> <laughs> so you guys what drag billy uh, away to a more quiet zone so you can actually do a good illusion disguise yeah is there what's what's around us is there any quiet alleys uh yeah this is like we so wickport like i said is a pretty big place actually mm-hmm. like victoria it's, maybe it's kind of more like a it's like a downtown Vancouver. So lots of buildings, lots of people, lots of alleys. And yeah, you can definitely just find like an alley off a main sort of uh, restaurant row. Oh, no, actually, you find an alley off a place called Chandler's Row, oh. which is where all of the candle makers in the city uh, operate. Oh, cool. So it's just like rows and rows and racks of like candles hanging off hmm. uh, like the different kind of stacks to dry. Oh, Ooh, yeah. And you just find a quiet alley off that. Okay. Yeah, we huddle behind a dumpster yeah. that's full of beeswax. <laughs> yeah. Smells so good. <sighs> oh, yeah. Chandler's Row smells amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take some of the beeswax. Really? And it feels like, it. You're, Ving, you're kind of like, why did they throw this away? Huh. This is such high quality beeswax. I feel like I'm missing something, but I'll take it. No, I mean, it's probably just like a weird bee, right? Like, it's not just a honeybee. It's a... Uh... Fire bee. Yeah, it could be fire bee wax. 
That would make sense that it, you would make candles out of fire bee wax. Yeah, because it burns for an extra long time. So it's, and it's still kind of warm to the touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why I can pour it in a jar. Mm-hmm. Which was why I can pour it in a jar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you dipped a little too far into the can of there. <laughs> uh, all right. So how's this disguise going to work? <clears throat> hmm. Are you making illusions that like go over yourselves? Is that the plan? That's what I thought. That's oh, pretty cool. That? Okay. You're disguising us as other things. Can you make me into like a really tall, like dark hair, maybe no hair with like a big beard, like a broad chested big boy? <laughs> no, with, that's me. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. Maybe can I? Hmm. We could be like a. Like, like fancier a, versions. Sure. Or a kid oh, gang. Yeah. Kid yeah. gang. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can make me look like a kid. What? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. A convincing I mean, illusion. He would. Billy would just be making like your top half invisible. Oh. And then making your bottom half an illusion. <laughs> okay. No. 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 <laughs> make us look like kid gangs that are oh. really fancy kid gangs. Wow. Okay. Billy, can you make me a horse? A horse. I just. I haven't been an animal for a long time. I miss it. Just make me some sort of animal. <laughs> okay. Uh, Billy, can you make me white? <laughs> I can do my very best. I just gotta know what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> i've been hearing great things <laughs> so i'm like doing my best like you guys keep changing your mind i'm like totally <laughs> so i i make talk into a kid gang so oh. what i do is <laughs> the bottom half of him is like a kid and mm-hmm. then the top half is another kid on his shoulders amazing <laughs> amazing and they're wearing cummerbunds <laughs> <laughs> and like a, ro- a long one long robe uh-huh. yeah and then awesome. i hold on to the back of ving and then we become a horse together <laughs> also right. yeah with a cummerbund <laughs> on, on your neck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the horse is wearing a bow tie yeah. a bow tie and a cummerbund yeah <laughs> thank you you're welcome wow this is the perfect disguise because it's You'd think that the disguise is the kids disguising themselves as a person wearing a cloak, but yeah. the disguise is the person disguising themselves as the two kids. It's a double bluff. It's yeah. perfect. Okay. Cool. So now we've got a weird kind of tottering kid tower in a cloak. <laughs> and, and a, a horse, horse walking sideways. <laughs> and a horse walking sideways wearing a cummerbund <laughs> like a bow tie. Yeah. Okay. So there's a horse like Fred Astaire sidestepping yes. down the road. <laughs> Dressaging. <laughs> wearing fancy clothes. Yep. yep. Like dancing in the rain. And the three of you are like, these are the perfect disguises. So inconspicuous. <laughs> we demand so much authority. Yes, everybody's walking like this with their arms or- and chest out yeah uh-huh. can i make command authority demand authority give yeah. us the authority right now <laughs> <laughs> put the authority in the bag <laughs> nobody gets hurt uh okay perfect these are your disguises you you emerge back into chandler's row lead the way my friends <laughs> I, yeah i grab the 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 bridle of the horse mm-hmm. which is one of ving's flaps yeah and i go Come along, uh, Chauncey. <laughs> Chauncey, yep. yeah. Come along, Chauncey. Mummy would be so ever so mad at us if we are later than um, sixth uh, lunch, <laughs> Chauncey. <laughs> okay, yeah, wait, go. There's just like go. a, there's like a, tw- there's like a twelve-year-old kid just like dipping candles in wax, watching this happen. Hello. Poor boy, this is my horse. Hi. Chauncey. Okay. Is this the top kid or the bottom kid saying this? But they talking to you to say- Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Weird. I like that. Do you guys need any candles? <sighs> candles? What a pedestrian form of entertainment. <laughs> entertainment? What? Come, Chauncey. Don't allow this poor boy to get any of his waxy hands all over your gleaming gold hooves. God damn. <laughs> you guys have to make trotting sounds. Oh, sorry. Clop, 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 clop. Hey. Hey. I mean, nay. <laughs> hey, give me some hey. Uh, and now I, as the GM, am forced to ask... <laughs> What's the next step here? I thought we were going to the warehouse. Yeah, obviously. Oh, <laughs> okay, but- <laughs> of course. 
You're going to the warehouse that the menders were loading their shit into? Yeah, but I just had to get in character. <laughs> okay. Because our dad works there. Yeah, owns it. Oh. Hmm. Interesting ploy. Because he's fancy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So you go back to the uh, that boardwalk <laughs> area where you know like the entryway to that section of the harbor is. And people are getting out of your way. Yeah. Some people are giving you a bunch of looks, of course, because you look like two kids in a trench coat leading a tap dancing horse down the road. Good evening. <laughs> the horse's ass says. <laughs> <laughs> the tail. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I just realized, like, physically that the horse is Ving walking. And Billy on the ground yeah. walking behind him. Yes. yes. But the lattice work of the illusion connects them <laughs> up above yeah. Billy's head. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. So confused. I know. Sometimes people pass between them and they're just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it's like walking through a ghost. Just walk through a horse's ghost. <laughs> so you get to the harbor and yeah, nobody stops you as you walk into the harbor, but you pass like the harbor master shed. And an old man with like a big curly gray wig, like sticks his head out as you walk by and just watches you pass. Don't you dare, you poor piece of shit. He reaches out and closes the shutters on his shed. As I thought. Uh, and you walk down the boardwalk and you're just approaching the warehouse. That's your whole yeah. plan? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what do we see at the start of the warehouse? Should we discern realities as we get close? Uh, yeah, you can discern realities. What do your horse eyes see? <laughs> you're not... <laughs> Nice. Seven. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So one question from the discern realities list. What's useful or valuable here for us? Yeah. Um, so something that you uh, notice as you are walking along the boardwalk, you're kind of getting side eye by the stevedores that are like hauling these boxes around. So they're like, get the fuck out of the way. Like I'm working. Mm hmm. And as you're approaching, you're like, ah, yes, our plan to tell them that my dad owns this warehouse. You get close to the door of the warehouse and you see stuck in the the jam, the door jam on the outside, you see stuck into the wood uh, a copper needle. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah. They own the warehouse and they're not our dad. <laughs> <laughs> so that move, you know, is not going to work. Fuck. And also, this is a mender's asset, basically. Like be aware okay should we huddle yeah okay <laughs> the horse folds in on itself. Yeah. <laughs> around the two boys yeah all right what should we do i, I mean I should we look for documents or see how where they're staying because yeah. this is just where the boat's staying we should find out where they're staying maybe we should should we pretend we're lost like mm -hmm. we think this is our warehouse <laughs> okay what if we tell them that it's like our dad is the mayor <laughs> and he wants to extend his gratitude for uh, the the Clearwater, such a historic ship arriving at the shores of the Wickport. Yeah, he sent us because we're part of the tourism group of Wickport, maybe. Yeah, and we need, we need to like... Uh, we, we brought this horse to escort you to your abode abode yeah yeah to carry your load to your abode yeah Hardly. we're abode loaders <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's your plan i think so and uh you just see a, a stream of people walking back and forth it looks like they're coming close to like finishing unloading mm -hmm. because there's fewer and fewer people but you hear like oh yeah okay just bring it bring it over that way and uh yeah okay we'll we'll, we'll do it and uh coming up over the edge of the boat is greg no <gasps> falsmith uh no not greg falsmith i can't remember what his actual last name is he went by mud muggins yeah he's the first mender that you ever met this is the guy that uh, oh. tried to stop billy from stealing the potato wedges oh him yeah, yeah. What? greg yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. <laughs> like episode two yes yeah and uh he is like hey can i help you uh yes um, my father is the mayor of this town of mm. Wickport, and we wanted to thank you for gracing gracing this town with the historic ship that is the Clearwater, and we would like to extend our deepest hospitalities to the uh, the organization that you represent. 
And by that, I mean we have dressed up this horse <laughs> to escort you to your abode, as is the custom of Wickport. <laughs> uh, Greg snorts, spits onto the wood, and goes, you two kids in a trench coat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell your daddy that if he wants to talk to us, he can come down here himself. Oh, um, okay. Uh, the horse is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> if perhaps our father sent us in this trench coat because he is busy right now, maybe he can find you at your your hotel. Uh, where might that be? He holds up a hand. How about this? How about you turn around and you get out of here and you don't come back? Can I convince him to tell me in any way where they're staying? I guess you can convince him. You can try and trick him into revealing something, but he is not going to willingly tell you anything. Although Billy has further fairy hold, fairy child hold. I do. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You can make him a friend. Charm an individual for a short while. Oh, smart. Mm. Great. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, Billy sees us going south Mm -hmm. and he's like, what do I do? I already clopped a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, so Billy's just like, uh, how, how uh, uh, flicks his arm up to, to charm him, and it's just, it just looks like the horse's tail let out like a little fart. Uh-huh. And, and Billy is like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds He farts like. magic at yeah. him. He farts, and then the horse's butt says, shit. <laughs> uh, so he's like, oh, God. Yeah, oh, I'm, God. I'm blowing at him like, <laughs> so it's just Billy's breath that's bothering yeah. him. Yeah. Uh-huh. I ate so much cheese earlier. <laughs> but you haven't been brushing at night, have you? No, I haven't. God awful. <laughs> and he seems proud of this fact. Yeah, why would I brush off the cheese? That's free cheese. But I could just eat it later. <laughs> oh, so many times we see Billy scraping the fuzz off his <laughs> teeth and, and licking his fingers. Oh, That's disgusting, Billy. And Tuck leans into the front half of China and is like, he really got to do a better job with his hygiene. We have to start trying. Uh, and Billy, you see the telltale signs of your magic taking hold, the softening of the features. He's still like, the fuck's going on here? But he's not actively telling you to fuck off anymore. Just like, kill what? What's the deal here? I'm, are, we're gonna help him. We're gonna help him with what? Wait, we're gonna carry some of his load. Look, are you talking to that horse? <laughs> No, no. I'm you're standing not. right in front of me and you're talking to the horse and I can hear the horse talking back. I'm not to- I'm not talking to the horse. I'm I'm I was just trying to do something good for once. Don't cry. My my father said there was an important organization coming into town and I've fucked everything up today. Stop. Stop. This week. Stop. Stop. I- we both know that your daddy is not the mayor. My daddy's the mayor. Cut it out. Okay. <laughs> I've met enough kids in trench coats to know when someone's trying to pull a fast one on me. All right. So what's the deal? What's going on? Honestly. Cut the tears. I know they're fake. It's there. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here, kid, but my patience is wearing mighty thin. Staring daggers at Tuck like, this will not last long. I can't keep holding it. The horse is going like this, like putting poop across his throat. Yeah. He hates you so much. Yeah. Even my magic kid. Yeah. <laughs> Billy is sweating so much. Like, just do it. Just get over with. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'm a member of the urchins mm. and our gang, the Nutcrackers, we wanted to extend your uh, our hospitality and try and use a connection with you to gain leverage in the city's underworld. And they sent me because I was the best at coming up with disguises and plans, but it seems like it's not the case. See, that's all you had to say. I'm sorry. It's fine. I understand. Look, I was a little ragamuffin at one point in my life, too. And it takes a little bit to get used to this life of uh, crime and espionage and uh, duplicity. But thank you for coming clean. And I understand. I don't know how you heard about us, for one. That's a little concerning, but also a little impressive. So uh, how about this? How about you meet me uh, later tonight at the Clamshell Pub? And uh, I'll see if I can help y'all out. All right? All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Do not bring the horse. 
hey, hey, kid. And he reaches into his pocket and he flicks a coin at you. Uh, and the bottom kid catches it somehow. <laughs> the horse is very confused. Yeah, yeah just uh, get the hell away from me. Thank you. And he heads back up the gangplank. And Tuck, as the two kids scurries up the deck. And you head off the dock? Yeah. 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 Um, and just as we round out of their sight mm-hmm. line, um, I drop the illusion because I'm like, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck, that oh. was really hard. <laughs> You did such a good job, Billy. Very convincing. That guy hated me, uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. And while you were doing one fairy move, you did another fairy move? My brain feels like puddings. (laughs) Mm. Puddings. So many types. Do you want some pudding? You know what? I don't. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Oh, my God. He is tired. Yeah. I pick him up and I put him in a sling that I have. Just across my chest. Thank you. So you can have a rest. Thank you. Baby fanny pack. Yeah. Uh, Okay, cool. So you're going to meet, you have a meeting. Well, two kids in a trench coat have a meeting with, with Greg at the clamshell pub Mm -hmm. in a few hours. It's, it's like not even noon, basically. So you've got some time. Should we go set up a trap then outside of the pub? Oh, totes. Oh yeah, totally. Let's go scope it out. Yeah. If only we had a trap expert. Uh, so you head to, uh, you ask around and head to the Clamshell Pub, which is near one of the other harbors that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's closer to an area of the coast that is like home to a bunch of like clam beds, basically. So a lot of people go down and, and farm clams. Mm-hmm. And the clamshell is actually, the front of it is made to look like a giant clamshell. So it's like carved out of wood and it oh, the clam mouth opens up. <laughs> and like, hurry, 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 hurry. <laughs> it's open all the time. Oh, okay. Well, actually, no, when the, when the bar closes, it does close the clamshell. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. And there, you know, it's just a drinking establishment. So it's a little rougher. This is kind of a like sailor bar. Uh. Are, are you going in or are you just keeping an eye out? Maybe we can we scope out the outside first? Yeah. There are some barrels with stools set around them uh-huh. uh, in the front, and there are a few rough-looking customers from all ports drinking outside in the middle of the day. Mm. There are uh, like alleys on either side that go into like twisting labyrinthine, like back passages. Okay, yeah, I'll discern a reality. All right, doing a lot of discerning realities. Well, we don't know anything about this fucking town. Yeah three okay um so you're looking at the clamshell the clamshell pub and the alleys around it Uh definitely if we were at like the mouth of this alleyway we would definitely get the jump on greg no question (laughs) guys we should hang out in the mouth of this alleyway get the fucking jump on greg he'll come down one of these (laughs) and you uh head into the alleyway past the entrance of the clamshell pub into like the narrow uh, spot between what looks like a bunch of maybe apartments and uh, just a bunch of like brick buildings next to you. So it's pretty tight. It's a little almost too tight for Tuck. Uh-huh. And as you're walking down the alley, uh, you feel that there is someone behind you. Turn around. The alley is being blocked by what appears to be a centaur. <gasps> Wearing purple silk clothes oh, no. with curly blonde hair and long fingernails. Fabio. Oh, fucking shit. <laughs> Shoot first. Okay. So what is Billy's uh, first instinct? Definitely, like, I throw. I throw. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me <laughs> yeah. look some stuff up. Okay. Oh, you know what? I was picking up beach glass uh, on the way to the clamshell. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I throw that, and they're pretty big. <laughs> He found a piece that's just glass. They're not worn down. They're like fresh beach glass yeah. chunks. <laughs> Makes sense because like the patrons of the clamshell just like chuck their old bottles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Billy was like, oh, beach glass. Yeah. It's just broken beer bottles. <laughs> that's why we didn't notice the centaur walking behind us because both Vig and I were trying to wrestle glass out of our kids hands it's just no. glass billy no. not on a beach we don't no. think you're gonna hurt yourself you're gonna hurt one of us <laughs> uh okay yeah billy go for it so it's sure so it's gonna be volley i guess sure 2d6 plus uh dexterity so i got a three not great yeah mark a point of experience i will Billy, as you're walking down this alleyway, you feel the presence behind you and mm-hmm. you turn and see Fabio and you throw the glass right away and it just clatters off his chest. Yeah. 
Because it was a handful of beach glass. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, ha, huh, all right. It's going to be like that, huh? Well, you showed up in the darkness behind us like a weirdo. Yeah, I did. <laughs> because I'm robbing you. <gasps> and you look behind you and there are several other centaurs. No. That are penning you in. And Tuck is like, I told you guys there's a great alleyway for ambush. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be the perfect line to end the episode on if we didn't need more time. If we didn't need a full 40 minutes more yeah, than we have totally. now. <laughs> so uh, Fabio is like, hey, you know, you could have just sold me the sunstone. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah. yeah. The fucking sunstone shit dick. Do you think we still have the sunstone, you moron? Hand it over. We don't have it. We don't have it. All right. Hand everything else over. <laughs> you think we hang on to money, you moron? <laughs> yeah, we spent most of it, dude. Well, then how about I take the things you bought with that money and I sell those after you're dead? <laughs> hey, I bought these fists with it. Do you want to... <laughs> You want those? It's two for one, baby. Oh, <laughs> great line. Let me say that. Okay, yeah, go for no. it. No. Um, and Tuck, he pulls the giant axe off his back, and he's like, yeah, and for me, it's one for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> and Fabio crosses his arms over his chest and even more over his centaur body and looks at the axe and goes, I'm going to make a fortune off that thing. And snaps and says, get him, boys. <gasps> oh, fuck. And the centaurs behind you start charging down the alley. Uh, I mean, one at a time. It's just one centaur because I already unfortunately said this is quite a narrow alleyway. Mm -hmm. And Fabio is coming at you from the other side. So what do you do? I turn to engage the guy behind us. Okay. Yeah. This centaur is wearing a, um, he's got like a bowling shirt on <laughs> with a white tank top underneath. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's kind of balding on the top of his head. Thin gold chain. <laughs> yeah. And he's just coming at you. His front legs start to kick up and it looks like he's just going to try and kick you to death. How high are centaur heads? How high up does a camel go? 10 feet. Good Lord. They're huge. Yeah. All right. Then, yeah, this guy is 10 feet tall. Tech wants to kind of do a war cry because mm -hmm. you can enter the battle with a show of force. Mm -hmm. He wants to like jump and double knee this guy in the face. <laughs> okay. So war cry is more of like a thing before you fight as opposed to like an actual fight move. Mm -hmm. So this is the thing that's going to tell this guy, hey, don't fuck with me. Yeah. Right. Okay. Do Ooh. that. 13. Yeah. So you guys get plus one forward. And your enemies feel fear and act accordingly. So what does your war cry sound like? Uh, I go, one for one, bitches! And I do the jump and the double knee to his face. Uh, yeah, okay. So he is extremely surprised by that double knee and mm -hmm. rears back and like just starts backing out of the alley. And is like, no way, no way, no way. <laughs> yeah. And Fabio... Uh, runs he's like these guys are cowards that's the thing is they uh -oh. were hoping to ambush you but they get kind of jammed up fabio bo books mm -hmm. he's away and he's like wrap it up boys bring me their stuff <laughs> come meet me back at the shop and he's gone but the centaurs on the other side of the alley are like kind of mashed up because they were coming down one at a time so he the one that was coming at you is still kicking his hooves at you but they're definitely trying to get away okay what do you do i try and dodge <laughs> yeah because he's trying to stomp me right yeah yeah Defy danger con uh, dexterity. Okay. Five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, roll a d6. Two. Uh, so you get clobbered a good couple times by this centaur hoof. Fuck. And you take four damage. Shit. Yeah. Billy, Tuck is getting kicked in the face by a centaur. What do you do? Um, I would like to hack and slash with my short sword. Okay. Hack and slash, 2d6. Well, actually, this could be a backstab. So you can choose to just deal your damage without rolling, or you can roll plus dexterity for extra stuff. I want to roll for dexterity. Okay, so 2d6 plus dex. Eight. Okay, so on a seven and nine, you choose one of these. You don't get into melee with them. You deal your damage plus 1d6. You create an advantage, taking plus one forward, or you reduce their armor by one until they repair it. I want to create an advantage toward... Ving. Okay, perfect. What does this look like? Oh, I try to do something cool like figure eight slash, and mm. my arms are really short and it's a really small sword, so I can actually do that in this narrow alleyway. Yeah. I'm like, pew, pew, swish, swish, get away, you 
big bully (laughs) (laughs) and it works like because he's kicking at tuck and then the second he puts his hoof down it gets nicked by a little kid and he's like ah what the fuck and uh this guy is way off balance because the other centaur is trying to push forward and everything's just kind of in a deadlock ving yeah i'll uh fight with honor to see how many hold i get oh yeah 13 all right so that is all of your hold that you acquire so i'm gonna run in and um he he just knocked you back he's about to fall over backwards uh yeah he's trying to fall over backwards but there's a centaur behind him and a centaur behind him oh great so i'm gonna domino these centaurs for sure (laughs) hell yeah perfect i'm gonna bicycle kick towards them (laughs) okay i don't have to (laughs) roll anything yeah what are your hold uh options for fight with honor Cross the distance between yourself and a foe, bypassing all obstacles. Tuck, Tuck would be that obstacle. Yep. So I run by and do parkour off off the back of Tuck <laughs> and then launch my feet forward and hoof this guy in the chest. Hopefully he'll tip over backwards. Fuck yeah. So what are, are you spending another hold to deal your damage? Yes, please. Okay. Then yeah, go ahead and deal your damage. Two. Um, so you bicycle kick two feet in this guy's face and... Uh, they're pretty sturdy so it feels like he gets hit a little bit but he's not terribly hurt he's more scared than he is hurt right now uh and you are now kind of on top of this centaur pile i guess (laughs) they're kind of keeping you afloat on the three of them uh and that is definitely a position of power for sure yeah uh tuck ving has just flipped over your head and kicked the centaur in the face what position is the centaur in? He's like up, rearing back. Tuck just wants to like go underneath and like grab him on the, I guess the armpits uh-huh. of the front legs and then just like huck him back on the pile of guys behind him. Yeah. Give me a defied danger strength. Fuck you. You piece of sh- shit. 10. <laughs> 10. Yeah. You grab this guy and you shove him back onto the pile of other centaurs and you just start walking them out of the alley. Sick. Yeah. Like you are just one foot after the other. Ving is on top of the pile surfing. I'm riding along. him like, Yee-haw! yeah. And you eventually get to the wider part of the alley uh, where there's just a bunch of garbage cans behind some businesses and you tip them all over in a pile on top of one another. And they're just like, ah, fucking goddamn, trying to extricate themselves. Uh, Billy, there's now a pile of centaurs in front of you. What do you do? Um, I use my sword to cut off some of the pouches that are on their belt. Oh, hell oh. yeah. I'm going to steal from you, boys. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, so that would be tricks of the trade. Sure. 2d6 plus dexterity. Nine. Okay. So, Billy, on a seven to nine, you still do it, but the GM will offer you two options between suspicion, danger, or cost. Uh, and I think it's going to be cost and danger. Cost. Okay. So uh, you start cutting at some pouches that they have uh, <laughs> slung around their horse waist like a belt. Uh, there are some pouches on there and you just cut one of the belts full on right off and all of their pouches fall to the ground. But as you do that, they start to right themselves and one of them stomps down on your short sword and snaps it. Fuck. Oh, it's <laughs> so small now. It's even shorter. <laughs> <laughs> but they all get up and they start like moving away from you and they're pointing at you like this isn't the last you've seen of us we're gonna get you and we're gonna get you good yeah when you were pointing at us there's three more pointing at you pal get out of here we're getting out of here but because we want to not because you're telling us to ving does the chest and they all run <laughs> they run down the alleyway fuck yeah uh and you have a pile of centaur bags i guess cool rifle let's go through this yeah <laughs> yeah oh nice. we should get a booth inside the clamshell and <laughs> rifle through this our treasures great idea. Yeah. <laughs> let's, get, let's get some calamari yeah go through this treasure all right so you guys go back to the clamshell yeah right okay perfect you get a booth it is every pirate bar you've ever seen in a movie about pirates there's like wax candles melting to stubs on barrels nice greasy oil lanterns flapping in the rafters and uh just a variety of real like dirty missing teeth tattoos kind of people people with a lot of different animals on their shoulders Mm -hmm. oh yeah totally yeah and there is one family that looks completely out of place and like they're having a great time. They're like tourists. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, look at all of these 
seafaring people. <laughs> they just are so flavorful. I love coming to this part of town. <laughs> they write about it on a Yelp stone out front. <laughs> yeah. And the like the waiter comes by and the dad grabs him and he's like, excuse me, sir. What is your most disgusting menu item? <laughs> it's my son's birthday. I heard you have a free clam that you give him. <laughs> a free clam. Yeah. Everybody gets the same clam. We take it back after the meal. <laughs> And you guys have your own booth. What are you doing? Brifling through this shit. Yeah, dump okay. it out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't have anything in mind for the stuff they'd have. So do you guys want to give me one thing each that you find in these pouches? Oh, yeah. Without being extremely outlandish. Okay. Yeah. So let's start with uh, Abdul. Um, I find... <laughs> oh, I find a diary. A diary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you find a... a like a crime diary. <laughs> yeah, it might be a crime diary. Yeah, but it maybe. does have like the heart-shaped lock and like the little bear key. So mm-hmm. could be anything really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do you pop it open? Yeah, pop it open. Inside in the very first page uh, in McCollin, you see uh, to dad. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> this was a gift from his kid. Looks like. Fuck. This sucks. <laughs> I feel bad about this now. But you see the first page, the page that he's written on goes, Dear Diary, I love doing crime. Here is a detailing of all of the operations I have been involved in in the last six months. Oh, cool. This is actually useful. Sick. Yeah. And it looks like there's a lot of inside information about the city's like crime. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Take a look at this later. Mm-hmm. Ving, what does Ving find? Uh, Ving finds a big ring of keys and um, a few weird coins he's never seen before made of strange metals. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Cool. Keys and strange metals. Like, you want to spell lore about these coins or anything or just hold on to them for later? Yeah, I'll spell lore about a couple couple of these um, ancient coins or mm-hmm. old coins, like lucky coins. Oh, they're not even like money coins. They look like they're keeps like good luck charms. I yeah, like maybe. lucky coins. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, one side scratched all up, maybe. Cool. 10 10 so something interesting and useful i'm gonna say they're both like similar coins okay uh and anybody have any ideas about this uh, ancient coin what it might be it's a big copper coin interesting mm, it's got a little tiny hole in the middle Ooh, what if it's a white, white cloud mountain coin? <sighs> great oh, it has a square sick. hole in the middle yeah. oh like yeah that. So it's a, yeah, it's a kind of coin that you, Ving, have maybe seen once or twice, but you have read about it recently in your sagely studies Mm -hmm. as being a currency from a place called the White Cloud Mountains. Cool. It's cold. Very cold. That's cool. Yeah. 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 And there, you also get something useful from that with a 10 plus. Great. So what would the useful thing be? Hmm. It could be a thing like maybe the writing on the coin. He's realizing that he's seen similar writing on a few buildings in town. Oh. Hmm. So there's people from the White Cloud Mountains in town, maybe. Perhaps. What did Billy find in the pouches? Billy found one dose of poison. Ooh, interesting. Mm -hmm. What kind of poison? It is a truth serum. Whoa, cool. What? Okay. Cool. <laughs> I can see the shit eating grin that Jessica's giving me. What? I have to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you find one dose of a truth serum. And yeah. the way that you find out that it is truth serum <clears throat> is you dip your pinky into it and you put it on your tongue. And Billy immediately says, I have to poop. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the fucking bathroom, Billy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You better not be lying. I I'm not. <laughs> Don't drink that though. Okay. All right. Okay. So Put I, the little stopper back. Yeah, I go for to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely pirate themed. There's yes. like anchors on the wall. There's a, a a mechanical seagull that's like very jerkily flapping its wings in there. I really like it in here. <laughs> yeah. it's like mm, the serum makes you poop. This could come in handy. <laughs> Are you backed up? Uh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> He's been so stressed out lately. I haven't uh, shit in weeks. Uh, great. So I guess you just kill time until you think Greg's going to show up? Yeah. We're kind of going to approach him head on, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we ambushing him or do we want to just like 
Be like, yo, what up, dude? Let's have a convo. I mean, we could do that with Ambush as like the backup plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we have nowhere to take him except the cave. Yeah, where our dragon is. Yeah, a very <laughs> rare, expensive and if, dragon. Yeah. If yeah. we bring anybody back to the cave, he will try to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we might have created a problem for this town bringing a dragon into it. Huh, maybe Farrow was right. Dragon in a cave near a, an inhabited city? That's never been a problem in a fantasy piece. <laughs> and we have to go pick him up tonight, too. Yeah, and take him somewhere. Oh, yeah, Tide is coming in. Uh, okay, so you passed some time in the clamshell pub. We've eaten so much calamari. We got mm-hmm. bored of it and transitioned to popcorn trip. Yeah. And that's <laughs> once you transition, you were like, "Oh, the popcorn shrimp! That's why people come here." Like Hell you found yeah. the one mm. good thing on the menu. They've got so many different kinds of dips. Wow! Oh yes, <laughs> we're ordering flights of dips. We are. I got a cilantro dip with lime mm. and also spicy wapple jelly. Ooh! Oh wow! Holy yeah. shit! Oh, that sounds great. Fucking sweet and savory. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> what kind of dip did Ben get? Uh, there's one, it's a horse radish and, uh, ketchup. It's cocktail sauce. (laughs) But it's so good. And uh, yeah, I haven't had it since the forest. It's, (laughs) this is like Prince dip. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Nostalgic. Holy shit. Amazing. I wonder if that means that there's somebody from the court of the woods that passed through here or works in the kitchen. I've never had this outside of the woods. Wow. Write that down. Yeah. What dip. Kind, what kind of dip did uh, Tuck get? Um, he got uh, kind of like w- weak sauce. <laughs> like Just mayonnaise? A, no, it's called weak sauce. Oh. And it's oh, like... Yeah. What is that? It's like a real thin, like mostly water with a little bit of barbecue sauce in it. Huh. And it's the thing that the urchins used to eat mostly. Mm. Like it was their kind of thing. So it's like a nostalgic thing for him. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I want some weak sauce. That and that makes a lot of sense. I also think it's funny that it's probably not a thing that's on the menu because the urchins would just get a little bit of sauce. They'd get like one ketchup packet yeah. and then they'd put it in water to make it stretch for everybody. Totally. Mm-hmm. So Tuck's just putting sauce in his water. No, it's the kind of thing that like if you order it, then they're like oh you're a local oh like you're yeah. from here so, totally. so they like don't gouge you and shit mm-hmm. yeah and the camera pans back and we see in the chef's window uh one the chef watching you all enjoy the flight of dips and a single tear rolls down his wrinkly cheek <laughs> oh nice <laughs> and we cut back to the table and the sun begins to approach setting oh my god what about a dragon when's the tide coming in what time is it uh, you're asking me about tides. Uh, they come in, as we all know, at the time of. <gasps> I flag flag a waiter. And a waiter comes up. He's got a peg leg. Yes. What time does the tide come in? Oh, well, of course we all know that the tide comes in at the time of. Somebody help me out here. Midnight. <laughs> midnight. The tide comes in here at midnight because the sea of graves is a mysterious, mysterious mistress. So we should have just enough time to confront Greg and then go back to the cave to get our friend. Yeah, I feel like we got time. It's like <laughs> seven or eight, maybe. Telling this to the waiter. Yeah, is there anything else that you need me to know about this man you're meeting? Uh, yeah, if a guy comes in who looks... What does Greg look like? He's like uh, in his 40s. He's a pretty thick dude. He's bald, I think. Does he have a scar? He has a tattoo. Uh, he has the rake tattoo. Hmm. Uh, if a guy comes in with like kind of a tattoo of a rake on his arm, can you seat him at this table? At your table? Yeah. <laughs> tell him that some people are here to talk to him. I could for a price. <sighs> I'll give you a hundred gold coins. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Hand it over, boyo. <laughs> okay, wait. No, it's a reasonable amount of money, do you think? hundred gold coins sounds like a good price. No. Is that all our money? No, we have 190. <laughs> He's hilarious. Wow. He's pulling your leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this is just uh, friend to friend. Let's say we're pals. You've been enjoying the sauce. I've been enjoying watching you enjoying the sauce. Don't go talking about how much money you have in this part of town. All right. Fair okay. enough. Fair? Thank you. Okay. Thank I think you. that's worth 100 gold coins. Yeah, that information. <laughs> Hand it over, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you 40. Fuck yes. Okay, here you go. Oh, oh my God. I'll do 
anything for you. Uh, another flight of sauces, please. On the house. <laughs> oh, thanks. And he uh, is just like gripping this bag of coins so tight as he walks into the back and he kisses it a couple times. Uh, uh, Billy shouts, uh, follow your dreams. <laughs> and he, he looks back and he's like, running this place is my dream. Wow. Whoa, Whoa. he's living his dreams. I hope I'm like him when I grow up. (laughs) And he kisses two fingers and he points at the sky (laughs) and he goes into the back. And uh, I don't know, like 40 minutes later, you're all sitting in your booth. You've forgotten. You're all drinking your sauces. You, I, I imagine you started taking them like shooters. Mm. We're just drinking <laughs> <Yeah>. sauce now. <laughs> and you're just like, cold popcorn shrimp. They're out of shrimp now. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. drained the bar of shrimp, and now we're draining the sauce. Yeah, keep it going. Keep it going. You bang the table, Erasmus. One more. <laughs> Bring the bottle. <laughs> this guy's name is Rasmus. Rasmus. Nice. Sick. No. Oh, I like this guy. Uh, and yeah, about forty minutes later. Rasmus seats Greg and he is taken through the bar and brought to this booth and he stops dead. We we put hoods up so yeah. that he doesn't see our face. So we because we want to do a dramatic reveal. We do. We've been talking about this for hours. <laughs> yeah. So we've we've all got our hoods up or something like a napkin. <laughs> he yeah. Ra- two of us have hoods and Billy just has a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is folded into yeah. a pirate's hat for him. <laughs> <laughs> It's shaped like a little hat. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. And uh, Rasmus walks away and Greg sees you all sitting there and he stops for a moment. He goes, sorry, he didn't tell me anybody was sitting here. I'm just going to grab another table. And he turns and starts to walk away. Hold, friend. He holds. I'm sure we have room for one more. For a friend from our past. <laughs> Hood off. He turns and he sees your three faces because Billy wasn't hiding his, he realizes, but he was sitting so low that he couldn't <laughs> yeah, see I him. Yeah, I just o- look up. <laughs> <laughs> Peeks up over the edge of the counter. And his hand immediately goes to his belt. Wait, he, hold on. We, ju- we just want to talk. He doesn't draw his knife, but he doesn't take his hand off it. Look, we know uh, you guys are in town. The Menders are in town. And shh, we just want to figure out kind of like what what our situation is with you guys and we don't want it to come to blows we've been friendly in the past so he looks around and realizes he's alone and he grabs a chair from a from a table and he sits at the end of the booth he doesn't get in the booth he sits like at the end of the table you got 30 seconds okay uh what are you guys doing in town looking for you what do you think are you serious you came fucking through the sea of graves for us yeah are you not aware of the things that you have done? Clearly not. We invited you to a popcorn shrimp restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you, using a ruse of a two kids in a trench coat kind of thing. That, of course that was. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Do you understand the kind of shit you're in? I don't know, like explain it maybe because it was a long time ago. All right. We've been in so many different types of shit since you last saw us. Uh, Okay, fine. 30 seconds up. I'm talking now. Let me explain to you the sequence of events as far as we know them. You leave Mudlark with the box. You go ostensibly to the vault to deliver the box on the orders of Maggie Cole. Mm -hmm. Yes, Mm -hmm. we did that. We delivered a box. It takes you for fucking ever. I am short and my legs are small too and it takes me a long time to walk. You left on horseback. It it couldn't carry me. <laughs> and people kept talking to us all the time. Interruptions <laughs> right and left. We start hearing stories about people going to the spirit realm, about monsters made of water. We send people to the vault because we haven't heard jack shit. We get there Something's wrong with our golem. Something's up with the thing we asked you to deliver. And then all hell breaks loose and a living storm sweeps across the principalities. My bad. This is what I'm talking about. This is why we're looking for y'all. Do you understand the fucking shit storm you left behind? What happened after the storm? I don't know how to explain it. Things are happening. Things are being seen. There are beasts like we've never seen before. 
there are uh, uh, fires that act as if they have a purpose and goals. They burn like they have a grudge. There are winds that whip to the bone. The Principalities is a fucking mess. And as far as we can tell, it's because of you three. If I weren't outnumbered right now, I would have tried to kill each and every one of you. Well, that's fucking rude, dude. Because we ordered you weak sauce. (laughs) We saved your popcorn shrimp. (laughs) He grabs the weak sauce and he grabs the popcorn shrimp and he lifts it up and he dumps it right on the ground. (gasps) Fuck you. Fuck your shrimp. Fuck your sauce. (laughs) That storm was not our fault. No? No. He said it was. Well, he is just... He's quick to accept blame for most things. That's what I'm trying to say, yes. It's it's just the kind of guy he is. He thinks everything's his fault. He thought shape-shifting was, like, so bad that he stopped doing it. It's true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk out of here. I'm going to get up. I'm going to keep my hands in sight. No. What? S- stay. <laughs> somebody try and get, somebody roll something to convince uh, him. Can we <clears throat> parlay with him? Sure. What are you offering? That we'll go with him? Oh, or... Because we don't want to put ourselves in a situation where Maggie's just going to slit our throats. Mm-hmm. But why would she do that? Because it seems like they think we ended the world. <laughs> but they need us. Because if we caused it, we can fix it. We can uncause it. I don't know that that is true. <laughs> <laughs> like, things that break things usually don't fix them. Good point. <laughs> uh... But we have Perel, and if he gets his magic back, he could try to fix it. Yeah. We technically mm. still have the box. Yeah. Sort of thing. Kind of, yeah. And we kind of did what they wanted, because Perel's not a wizard anymore. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What if we tell them that? What if we tell you that we did exactly what you want, just in our way? Yeah. Yeah. Elaborate. Get us a meeting with Maggie on our terms. On neutral territory. Mm-hmm. Roll for it. Somewhere where we can't <gasps> be ambushed. I understand what neutral territory means. <laughs> In our cave where we're staying, just the three of us. That, that is, is not, not neutral, neutral territory. That is, <laughs> that is a corner. That is, we're so fucked it's if that so happens. It's so dark. It <laughs> yeah. drops right into the ocean. <laughs> we have a dragon in oh, there. It's not that big. It doesn't fucking matter. He's an idiot. <laughs> Come into the house we're staying at, in which we have a cannon pointed at the door. (laughs) (laughs) But trust that we will not fire it. (laughs) All right. So, wait, who wants to parlay? I mean, who did most of the talking just now? Tuck. I'll do it. Okay. I have the worst luck. Beautiful. It's going to go so fucking bad. 36 plus charisma. Oh, Lord. Lord of Flame, please help me convince this guy not to fucking kill us. Nice. Holy shit. 12. Wow. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. He takes a deep breath. He reaches across the table and he grabs a glass of weak sauce and he shoots it. <laughs> and he, he flips the glass over and places it on the countertop. <laughs> cool. And he wipes his face. He says, ah. all right, fine. I'll talk to Maggie. I'll get you a meeting. You name the time. We'll name the place. But we will keep this above board. I will make sure that it is kept above board against my better judgment because I don't trust the three of you. I don't trust you far as I can throw you. And I've tried to throw you and I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. So when sunrise. Yes. I look at Billy and I say sunrise. (laughs) (laughs) Neutral territory, neutral territory. Okay. All right. Fuck, I don't know any place in this goddamn Yeah, I, we also don't know anything about this fucking city. Hey, okay, all right. Mm. The clamshell. Where all oh, are welcome. Back here? Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, fine. Sunrise here. Wait, how, is this place 24 hours? Hey, Rasmus. Yes? <laughs> when, what time do you open? I open at the... I opened 20 years ago. When, like, I mean. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, always open. Are you, always, are you open 
every hour of the day till i die my boy <laughs> perfect what is going on with rasmus he oh my God. loves his job mm-hmm. it feels like he doesn't leave this place though <laughs> why would i i got everything i need right here Uh-oh. his eyes are fucking spinning in his head <laughs> he's goleming on this place <laughs> it feels like rasmus might have been a member of the court of the wood who just went crazy in this bar and took it over yeah it could be yeah maybe if you take a peek at his ears underneath his long stringy white hair there'll be a hint of elf <laughs> okay uh and he yeah so sunrise clamshell meeting with maggie cole breakfast menu <laughs> breakfast shrimp <laughs> oh nice yeah. mm-hmm. hollandaise sauce instead of breaded with panko mm, it's oyster. breaded with hollandaise <laughs> oh yeah uh okay great so he gets up he holds his hands up in front of him and he walks out and we'll all high five high five (laughs) we try and do a four-way high five with him he lets it happen and he walks backwards out of the bar and you see him he's still making eye contact with you as he gets to the saloon style doors and then the second he gets to the doors he runs Tell Maggie that we look forward to seeing her. He's long gone. He's already gone. He said it after he left. It's fine. I said it. He said it. He heard me. He did it. No. He heard me. He was so far away. He heard the the situation. Heard me. This the the the, the, the town needs to know. The clamshell knows. Rasmus, just you know, just bring us the bill. Tell her that we. Look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like way more point than that. Just both of you being like, he left. What? <laughs> Did you say that? He God. couldn't hear you. <laughs> Waited until we watched him leave. And then the second he was out of sight, you started talking In to a him. normal voice. Tell her that we look forward to seeing her again. I sniffed that horseradish sauce. <laughs> and I'm like, what's in it? <laughs> These are fucking tuck moves. Yeah. He's looking off into the distance. You hear like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Those little eagles cry. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. So long, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care, everyone. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Thank you, as always, to Aaron Reed for our incredible intro and outro music. And thank you to our supporters from around the world for supporting us online and on Patreon, which you can find at speltlord.com slash moneyplease or patreon.com slash speltlore. And if you go to speltlore.com slash money, please, you will get access to an absolute shit ton of bonus audio content, monthly streams alternating between Q&As, and a new bonus game uh, played using the Fiasco system in which we portray the Lone Tree Hill players in a series of teen drama-inspired stage plays that are absolute chaos. Mm -hmm. They're so fucked. If you like this show, you're going to love them. Uh, And postcards... There are gift boxes. It's a whole thing. Just go check it out. And we'll catch you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be Chores and for you.